Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Getting the Credit. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that your word is a lamp and a light. Light us up today, Father, with more revelation from your word, Father. We're so thankful that your word is like an onion. As we peel back more layers, we just get deeper and deeper revelation, Father. So we come hungry for that today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about getting the credit. Our flesh wants to take credit for anything it can, even if our contribution was little, if any. But the nature of God inside of us, if we are born again, doesn't want to take any credit. After all, if it wasn't for God breathing life into us, we wouldn't even be breathing right now. If he hadn't spared mankind so many times, including Noah and his family, we wouldn't be here. But our flesh wants to take credit. You see it in politics frequently. You'll hear the president say, I did this, and I did that, and I'm going to do this. But that is not the nature of God. In fact, Jesus was always giving credit to the Father and yielding to the Father. Humility gives credit to others. It doesn't take credit. Even if we did most or all of the work in the natural, without God, we couldn't do anything. We wouldn't even have a brain. We could not string together words to make one sentence. We would not even have eyes to see anything, or ears to hear anything, or hands to touch anything. It is so easy for us to forget that everything we have is from God. We would be nothing without Him. Well, let's start today in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 1 in the Amplified Bible. Saul was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 42 years over Israel. Folks, this first shows the mercy of God. Even though Saul did a lot of things wrong, God showed mercy on Saul and allowed him to reign for 42 years. 2. Saul chose for himself 3,000 men of Israel, of whom 2,000 were with him in Mishmash and in the hill country of Bethel, while 1,000 were with Jonathan and Gibath, of Benjamin, but he sent the rest of the people away, each one to his own tent. My friends, interesting that Saul took 2,000 men and had only a 1,000 men with his son, and in part protecting his son. 3. Jonathan attacked and defeated the Philistine garrison, which was at Geba, and the Philistines heard about it, then Saul blew the trumpet throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. Folks, now notice here that Jonathan attacked and defeated the Philistines' garrison, not Saul. But Saul blew the trumpet throughout the land with an attitude of, Look what Saul has done. Everyone see what Saul did. Verse 4. All Israel heard that Saul had defeated the Philistine garrison, and also that Israel had become despicable to the Philistines, and the people were summoned to join Saul 
at Gilgal. My friends, don't miss this part because Saul went around taking credit for defeating the Philistines. All the people thought Saul actually did it and not his son Jonathan. In our own lives, we could take credit for something, but God knows what is right and really doesn't want anyone taking credit, but giving credit to others. 5. Now the Philistines gathered to fight against Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and troops in the multitude like sand on the seashore. They came up and camped at Mishmash, east of Bethhaven. 6. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a tight situation, for their troops were hard-pressed, they hid in caves, in thickets, in cellars, and in dry cisterns or pits. 7. Also some of the Hebrews had crossed the river Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was still in Gilgal, and all the people followed him, trembling in fear and anticipation. 8. Now Saul waited seven days, according to the appointed time which Samuel had set, but Samuel had not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering away from Saul. Folks, so now Saul was used to taking credit. So why wait on Samuel? I can do anything I want. I don't need God's help. I don't need help from the prophet God sent to me. 9. So Saul said, Bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering, which he was forbidden to do. My friends, when we want to take credit for things in our life, we can head down the wrong path and forget about God and His Word and what He tells us not to do. 10. As soon as he finished offering the burnt offering, Samuel finally came, and Saul went out to meet him and to welcome him. 11. But Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, Since I saw that the people were scattering away from me, and that you did not come within the appointed time, and that the Philistines were assembling at Mishmash. 12. Therefore I said, Now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal, and I have not asked for the Lord's favor by making supplication to him. So I forced myself to offer the burnt offering. Folks, when we have a time of taking credit and having a lack of humility, it is easy for the excuses to start flowing out of us. We start justifying why our way is better than God's way. 13. Samuel said to Saul, You have acted foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For if you had obeyed, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. My friends, if Saul had obeyed, God would have established Saul's kingdom over Israel forever. In other words, if we obey God and don't try to take credit for things and we stay humble, God can continue to bless us because he can trust us. Verse 14, But now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man, David, after his own heart. And the Lord has appointed him as leader and ruler over his people because you have not kept or obeyed 
what the Lord commanded you. Folks, God can always find someone else to replace us if we don't obey him. Part of obeying God is staying humble and not taking credit for other things that other people helped us with. And God is ultimately the one that should get all the credit. Acts 17, 28 in the Amplified. For in him we live and move and exist. That is, in him we actually have our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we also are his children. My friends, because of the Father, we live, we move, and we exist. We can't really take any credit for anything. It is all God's, including each of us and anything good we do. Now, Matthew 6, verses 1 through 6 in the Amplified. Be very careful not to do your good deeds publicly to be seen by men. Otherwise, you will have no reward prepared and waiting for you with your Father who is in heaven. Folks, when we try to take credit for doing something good, we will have no reward from the Father. Two, so whenever you give to the poor and do acts of kindness, do not blow a trumpet before you to advertise it as the hypocrites do, like actors acting out a role in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be honored and recognized and praised by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their full reward. My friends, hmm, blowing the trumpet and puffing your chest out sounds like what Saul did, doesn't it? Three, but when you give to the poor and do acts of kindness, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give in complete secrecy. Folks, we really have to watch ourselves in giving money or time or things to not take credit. All of it is God's anyway. Four, so that your charitable acts will be done in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. My friends, we don't take credit God will reward us in heaven. Five, so when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray publicly, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, so that they may be seen by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. Six, but when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Folks, praying in our private place yields great blessings too. Let's all choose to be humble and not take credit for things, but instead give the credit to others and most importantly to God who gave us our very breath. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a great, merciful God. You are such an example, Father, in giving the credit to others. You always pointed towards your Father, and we are so thankful for your example and your humility, and we choose to live like you taught us through your word and through your actions, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all, and remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.